What's up, guys? This is the Colorado Cars and Coffee Podcast. In this episode, we're chatting about hot import nights and what we thought about it. Talk about. It. Um, I think the the thing we really liked most was that black 240 with um, from John Tuckweiler. I think that was probably the highlight of that event. Right. Uh, what did you guys think? Yeah, we got an interview with him as well, so that's that's pretty. Yeah, cool. yeah. Yeah, it was by far the, as far as builds go, that was by far the best build. Right, every, yeah. Every square inch of that car had been gone over, and there's a, an insane attention to detail on that car. I think one we, we did miss um, that we didn't get an interview for was, um, it was a red older BMW. It had, like, the hood was barely open, and it had golden etching parts in it. It was really cool. I've been seeing some pictures pop up of that. Yeah, that was uh, E28. That was really sweet. There was also that uh, that built S2000, that red one with the big turbo and right. stuff in it. It's in the engine bay. Um, but the presentation wasn't there that the, the 240 had. It was just kind of parked in the crowd with everybody else. Yeah, I was surprised not to see presentation areas for the higher-end builds. Uh, only one I saw really was that 240. So yeah. he might have just carved that out himself. And said, he did. He, yeah, he said, he when I was talking to him, he said that he that was just all something he'd done on his own. He had... He talked to them and got like approval for it or whatever, but that was just yeah. him kind of going out on his own to kind of present his car a little bit better because it was that was his pride and joy. And he said he put those out to prevent stroller sweeping. Yeah, that was smart. But what do you count as bling? Because he had all that uh, honeycomb carbon fiber on there. I thought that was pretty pretty blingy, for lack of a better term. Looks like a fully customized interior too. So yeah, oh yeah. Did did we even find out who won any of? Did we find out if who won any of the categories? Because we did have the boot stickers. I don't know, and they were there till ten. So, what were our impressions of hot import nights? What do you guys? What's your hot take on, on Hin? I think there was some missed opportunities. Um, you know, probably about five or ten around there. Nice cars, and then. You know, it was almost like what some people were saying, kind of Walmart parking lot, just had that fence out. And then you go into the building and there's nothing really there. There's just concession and then that little area for models and nobody was checking out the models area. It seemed like they were kind of going downhill. I don't know. Uh, I'm guessing COVID really impacted. That's why there was an outdoor parking lot of cars with a chain link fence around it, right? We can say it had to be outdoors based on COVID, and that's why there are no cars inside the event center. Yeah. So that had to have had an impact. Yeah, because didn't they initially tell us that it was going to be indoors? That was my impression. Were, I thought they were still trying to maybe it was, yeah, maybe there was something decided later on. But, yeah, I thought in one of our earlier podcasts, we had said something about it actually being indoors. Since the last one, they had indoors in the last day. They they were able to do both, and I think they might have had that impression here. So, I mean... You know, with COVID, you really don't know what exactly they could or could not do. I mean, this is my first one, so I'm not going to lie. I was not impressed by it. I mean, I see a lot of these cars at other cars and coffee events, and I fully expected to see some higher-end builds, etc. There was one there. Of course, we've already talked about it. It was the 240. It was a couple others that, that we've mentioned, you know, and it's not like we're going to take away the appreciation of the, the local builds, you know, the, the lower-end builds. You know, we was just done with heart, you know, it's what they wanted to do, but it was, it was a parking lot, and it just felt not as wow as it was, tr- it was pumped up to be. And maybe next year when there's no COVID, I'll be able to give a fairer assessment, but right now, 
it's just a cars and coffee event or a sonic event that's how it felt yeah i'm i'm going to give this one a covid pass and uh reassess next year see how it, if it's inside and more upscale this one didn't feel upscale but i think it was based on circumstances steve gives it a two face mask out of five <laughs> yeah i'd have to agree i think i think covid definitely had to had to have played, ah, it's perfect had to have played a part in this because like, like we said, it was supposed to be indoors and ended up being outside. I was confused when I pulled up and there were all those cars parked outside. I was under the impression that it was going to be indoors, but I think I'll give it another go next year. Yeah. But I think, uh, and, and again, I don't know if this was a COVID thing, if they just didn't get the registration that they were anticipating. But I think if they want to keep their uh, their reputation up, they need to kind of control what gets entered in and what doesn't. There was a lot of stuff in there that was hardly modified. Yeah, we heard that there were 300 cars entered. So we, is it a money grab or is it actually looking for builds and good cars? Right. Where was John? the other hot import nights that you went to? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought you said. It was a Chicago one. I was, I was going to make a comment about car culture being from Indiana. Car culture is so much different out here than it is in Indiana. I think people more, and I've said this before, I think people are more likely to build cars that they want to drive. Out here, yeah. I don't see the the babied garage builds as much. I mean, you see stuff out on the road all the time. John, John, what was your impression of the? Um, I don't know about if when you guys came down, did you guys see any signage? Cause, yeah, because when I was coming, there was no signage. I mean, they could have at least you know paid a little bit of money and had a sign and say, "Hey, car show this way," and then they could have gotten some people to pay, you know, get some more people to come in. I, I was surprised they didn't have anything like that. I mean, I've attended the first one, and I remember um, people were complaining about standing in the cold in a long line. Um, this time we didn't have that cold, but at the same time, I, I'm trying to remember what kind of cars we had the first year. I remember it was the um, Bob Boyu's, um Dotson truck. That one was pretty nice. I think the first year is probably better than this year, I think, by quite a bit. How long ago was that that first year when you went? Uh, I'm trying to remember when that was. So this was the third year they've done it. The past two years it was up in Denver. can't remember what. It was later in the year, I remember. that. That's why we were dealing with the cold at the time. And I think even at that one, they didn't really have any signage, from what I recall. Yeah, I was going to say, I wondered if signage was a was part of a covid thing like if they had to switch outdoor kind of last minute i wonder if that was signage but very organized from the beginning it, it just the whole thing kind of felt chaotic especially with parking because the it was hard to even get to figure out where to go in at because parking was just kind of chaotic and i wish they would have utilized more space to space things out better because it was hard to photograph some of that stuff i mean it would, cars were parked in there like a parking lot yeah, that for sure. From to walk between. Yeah. yeah, they should have had an open space every other spot. That was also hard on my part through photography. Yeah, it doesn't feel upscale when you're parked right beside the next guy. Right, I think right. that adds to the whole feeling like a a parking lot meet. Yeah, hmm. and you know, Steve and I noticed because we we got there a little little before two. You know, there was no signage. There was nobody directing anybody. Nobody saying, "Oh, you park here," etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. No signs leading to, you know, will call or anything like that. You know, yeah, some people are going to sit there and say, "Well, it's pretty obvious." It's like, well, you know, sometimes it's not pretty obvious. Okay, okay. So, 
you know, you follow the crowd and it was fine. I kind of wish there was signage to where, you know, you, you could go and park, etc. It's what it was. I think some of it is definitely COVID. I, I think, you know, trying to find a location that was willing to do it might have been a struggle for for them, etc. So, and the spacing definitely, definitely grew for you guys on, on that. Almost like sardine can, but it was, maybe that lot was just too small for what, what they wanted to do. But in John's case here, <clears> first <throat> held in Point Nice was March 31st, 2018. Yeah, uh, some of the cars, I, a couple cars I took note of quality is, I saw one car, it was completely stock, and then it had aftermarket wheels, and that was its only design change. And then there was another car, I couldn't believe it, but it was, it looked like they went to Home Depot and got spray paint, and then I think there was like an SUV with just a decal on the back window, and I mean, they let some people in that probably should have been outside of the show. Yeah, I noticed when I was standing in line, I noticed that Acura SUV, it was nothing done to it. Right. I don't know if it was there as an advertisement, because like you said, there was some stuff that just had decals. Yeah. But I thought that was really strange that that was there. And then there was, um, there was like an older, I don't know if it was a Civic or an Accord, but it would look bone stock except for wheels. And it's like, why, why are we paying to get, we didn't, but, you know, why are people paying to get in to see this stuff that isn't very special? Yeah. And Colorado has better quality than that. Oh yeah. Um, I, I think it was the Simply Fresh show I went to last year. And I mean, there was a whole lot of nice things, you know, just, I mean, it, it was completely different than this event. So I I don't know why there's a huge turnoff, but there's just, it just seems like entries, the people that could enter just didn't want to do it, which was weird. I think the planning with being an outdoor event, they could have uh, improved the food. It could have been food trucks versus just yeah the one event food vendor, which has to be there because it's probably by contract or whatever. Mm-hmm. If you come to the event center, you must have this vendor for food. And that was okay, but they could have had food trucks lined up outside, you know, several places. Yeah. That would have been kind of cool, but right. that didn't happen. You know, I, I looked on the website, too, and they were, uh, when they were listening to the event, and they said one of the things, I think it was like, they said multiple entertainment zones, and I'm thinking, where? <laughs> I mean, they had a DJ in a corner that you couldn't really hear unless you were in that corner. Right. They had the RC cars, but, I mean, that was, like, about it. I mean, it, no, no, like, video games or anything like that. Yeah. Right, it just seemed way overhyped. Let's uh, switch gears and okay. see what kind of positive things that we had to say about the hot at Port Knights. Um, I, I thought that red, that red uh, Chevy uh, Silverado. That was slammed. That was pretty cool. I don't know if you guys saw that. Yeah, I haven't. That was probably the first slammed uh, new body style, like the newest, well, not the newest, one body style ago. That was probably the only truck in that body style that I've ever seen slammed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was kind of cool to see. So are they just on bags, just like other slammed cars are, or is there something? Uh, that one, to I don't know. I, you know truck? I, I, I don't know. I didn't look close enough. It didn't look like it was sitting on the ground. I mean, it had a little bit of clearance, so it may not have been on bags. But yeah, I have seen I have seen people bag trucks before. I think some cars um, I liked too were the Penny truck. That was pretty nice. Um, that that was kind of like I believe near where we were at the entrance to the building. Um, the Austin Bardo's uh, Mazda RX six is always nice. Um, it was that red one that was near that, I think it was Ceramapro, I think it was. 
in their booth, and then the 4G63 uh, NASCAR that was uh, probably on the west side of, of the lot. I don't know if you guys saw that. Oh, one yeah, right there yeah. by the entrance. Yeah. Not right by the entrance, but on that side. Basically, yeah. Yeah. Uh, right beside Strength Pro was also a uh, red uh, FD RX7. That was pretty pretty nice. Yeah, that's awesome, Bardos. Yeah. Matt, you got some. Oh, okay, same one. So, Matt, mm-hmm. you got some good video footage of that. Yeah, that was up on the on our Instagram. That was by far the one of the cleanest cars, period, that I've ever seen. You could you could brush your teeth in that paint. It was hmm. perfectly clear. The beautiful reflection off of it. Yeah, and it like was that. a it was a right hand drive one too. I mean, we got those in the states, so you don't see too many right hand drive ones when you do see them. Hmm. I like that uh, white cappuccino. Uh, the little Nissan Nissan GTR badge in the back. Yeah. Uh, it's it's been posted on our group before, and just today we found out that it's for sale, right? Yeah. yeah ten grand. Ten, ten, ten grand. In case anybody's interested in listening to this, you can have that white cappuccino for ten dollars. Ten grand or ten dollars depends what he takes. Although, don't post for sale posts on. Yeah, don't post for sale posts, please. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're not. A- yeah, that's it, right there. What did, what did I start? Oh no, <laughs> that's okay. Post approval, my friend. I mean, <laughs> no, I would say, right. yeah, I, I would say for me the the Lotus white body that that was white body now the red, red one, which is all by by the Hondas just across from the T forty. Oh yeah, Chris Spencer's. Yeah, that, that was nice. That that was nice. I think that was nice. Of course, you know the the slant truck was good. Stephen, I saw saw that actually together. And, you know, honestly, this is just me, and I really don't – I'm not a big fan of, like, you know, stanced or bagged. I'm not. But the the high school kid that we, we interviewed with, with his Jetta, I just liked what he did. Keevan. Yeah, I really did. I liked what he did. You know, and he was very open front and honest about it, you know, saying, you know, next time I won't do bags because it's not comfortable and stuff. But, you know, it, it, I just liked it. It, it, was, it was understated to me. You know, it, it looked very clean. So I actually really did enjoy that. Uh, I like the interviews with the uh, the Hoonies squad. Yes. Team group. yes. Uh, those guys are pretty cool. We were we were interviewing a couple of the members, uh, Kately, Micah, and Steven. Yeah. And we turned around behind us, and all the Hoonies were videotaping us, videotaping the, the interview, interviewee. That was cool. That was yeah. kind of funny. That was good. Yeah. <laughs> and I've already, I've already seen a couple of uh, uh, photographs on Instagram of us and of us, yeah, around the car and stuff. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, I def- definitely say that's give a shout out to them because the Hoonies are yeah really great little car group. You yeah, know, so we got we got some good really interviews. And yeah. Every part of this podcast, you'll see them within within this video. One of the other cool things is that uh, yeah, yeah, no, honestly, Alex, one hundred percent with with no COVID, I I want to see what you were so intrigued about when you saw <laughs> in, in Chicago, because I, because I do, because if that statement's true, that we, we, we discussed in the first, you know, unofficial podcast that, you know, shows like hot important nights and even like something like simply flesh or just take, you know, uh, fresh or taking that flag away from SEMA, then non COVID next year, hot important nights, I say we do it. I, I want to see it where there's no, stipulations about what they can do because of covid well we did right. too because right. they they did they did that staggering that's hot import day afternoon <laughs> right right <laughs> hot import blue <laughs> hot import blue plate special 
It's hot out here. <laughs> <laughs> it's 3.30, we done. I don't want to go to the village yet for the play. <laughs> yeah, I think Chicago is a nice goal, but Chicago definitely has a very big streetcar scene out there. It's also a much bigger city. <laughs> but well, how, how many of us here are natives? Uh, nope. We know I'm you're not, Terry. I'm not. No, nobody is. John, are you? Uh, not really. I My dad was in the Air Force, so we kind of moved around. I haven't even been here for a year, so. I've been here longer than most natives that I run into. They go, yeah, I'm native. Great. You're 18, 51. <laughs> lived here for 25 years. <laughs> but anyway. Back on track. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Well, yeah. I think um, I have uh, one thing I wanted to touch on. I've got about, um, and it's about showmanship. <laughs> um, when I was taking some photos of inside of some of the cars, like there was one car that had a hamburger wrapper and a McDonald's cup still in the cup holder. One had a uh, one of those dental little plastic placard kind of things. I was like, really. <laughs> Or like car show, I mean, come on. I right, mean, it, so takes, it takes 10 seconds to take the trash yeah. out of your car and throw it away. Hmm. All right. Well, that's it for us here. Bye, everybody. See you later. Later. This is Terry Colorado Cars and Coffee. We have Kaylee here in her car, Luna. So, very simply, what got you into Subarus in the first place? Um. So, I originally had a Kia Soul and I slid into a curb uh, in a back road and my husband was like, we need to get you something all-wheel drive. So I ended up in a Subaru. Excellent. <laughs> so I had first thoughts about the Subaru? Um, when we test drove it, I instantly loved it. Uh, my husband has had fa fast cars the whole time and so to finally have my own decently fast car was right. really nice. <laughs> Excellent. So why don't you tell me a little about Luna, actually the name first and then we'll just get into your build. So I'd actually never named a car before, and because she was white, I was like, oh, Luna. And um, my husband's Latin, so Spanish and all that. Right. Um, and then from there, I decided to go with the galaxy theme. So, yeah. <laughs> okay, you know, no problem. So more into the, like, the galaxy theme, what exactly does that entail, and what other modifications have you done? Um, so right now, the only Galaxy theme I've got on the car are my stickers right. and my license plate frame. Okay. Um, I am trying to get a wrap done to where it breaks off, so I think that'll be pretty cool. Um, we recently did my um, two-piece front splitter, okay. and we did my Perrin performance intake and a Boomba blow-off valve. Nice. Excellent. So we can walk around the car, by okay. the way. We, we can be mobile. Okay. <laughs> so on the wrap you're about, you're, you're going to do, just kind of point out how it's going to flow so and all that for us. I want to wrap the back end because I had a really nice person who, um, one of my friends actually does like paint correction and all that. Okay. And he was like, well, you're going to get rock chips. So if you wrap the front end of your car, you're going to get the pits in your wrap. Right. So he was like, I would suggest wrapping it from the back. So I would wrap the back end and then have it break off towards the front as if it's like blasting off, kind of. Right, yeah, yeah okay. All right, we can keep walking down a little bit, so we'll keep going. Um, we also installed uh, the Burns Auto carbon fiber wheel. Okay. I got the purple carbon with the white 12 o'clock stripe. Right. Um, and then I've got my window vents by Aeroflow. 
or not Aeroflow. Visual Auto Works. Jeez. Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so many different names for so many different parts. Oh, yes. No, I totally get it. It gets confusing at times. That's for definitely short. So for the novice out there, can you explain the actual how, how the vents are going to work? Is it aesthetics or does it give you a performance edge? Exactly what does it kind of do? So it's more of an aesthetic. Um, just makes it look better. It also allows me to have air in the car without having to have the air conditioning on. <laughs> okay, yeah, so basically no parasitic draw of the power of the AC yeah. running. Excellent. That's good. So do you know how much horsepower you're pulling out of this right now? Um, I don't yet. I haven't been able to get it on a dyno. Um, I'm tuned through Torque Performance. Um, he's been working with me. We're trying to dial in my tune still. Um, but yeah. Excellent. And I do notice you have the Bandemir sticker, sticker on there. I, I live do. right by Bandemir. So have you taken it to track, you know, to, you know, days of Bandemir and like, you know, I haven't, quarter mile. I haven't yet because I didn't have my performance mods when okay. all that was going on. Um, but I grew up at Bandemir. My dad used to have a 72 Chevelle that he raced. Excellent. So. Yeah, because we're going to ask, so what really got you into the car scene in, in general? My dad's 72 Chevelle <laughs> growing up. Right. Sanded the body of it when I was five. Wow. Uh, yeah. That's great. So, what I, so you worked with him on it? Yeah. For how long? Just in theory, forever? Yeah, till it was ready, I guess. <laughs> That's excellent. That's yeah. good. So, I mean, have you, this is really like your first real fast car. Yeah, this okay. is my first like deep dive into the car community right. and modding cars and actually getting into the car scene. Okay, so, so far, what do you think? So far, it's pretty good. It has its ups and downs. There are some, some pros and cons to it, but most, mostly, I mean, my team is pretty supportive and right. They're all pretty cool and so chill. talk about them a little bit. Um, so I'm a part of Hoonies uh, 303, and we are just a really small, tight-knit team. Um, we're usually, we always meet up on the weekends, whether it's just a team family dinner or someone got a new part, and so we need to rush and put it on. Right. Um, but yeah, we're typically rolling to meets together when we can, and hanging out when we can. Excellent. So they start an IG or a Facebook page for the group? Yeah. So it's uh, at Hoonies303 on Instagram. Excellent. That's great. Anything else you'd like to tell us about Luna? Oh, there's... I'm... It's okay. No, just, just whatever comes to mind. I'm hopefully in the near future going to be getting uh, vented fenders. Right. So that way... I can cool my vehicle down a little better. Okay. Um, I've heard horror stories of the vented hoods and leaking water and snow into the intake. Okay. So I'm wondering if the fenders will do a little bit better job to allow for right. airflow but not damage okay. the intake. Okay. So basically, would it be a full fender replacement or are you just looking, it would be right about here? Nope. So it would be a full fender replacement okay. and there would be vents right along. Um, how it curves over the wheel well. Okay, excellent. Wonderful. All right, I think we're pretty good. Well, Sweet. thank you so much for your time. Thank you. You have a wonderful car. Thank it you. It really is. Thank you. Wonderful. Thank you. So give us a rundown on, on your Subaru, basically so, just. This is a 2018 Subaru WRX. Right, we can walk around once we're doing this. Yeah. Um, it is wrapped in cherry blossoms it's satin black and rose gold right um it is lowered i okay. have a stage one performance package on it my drivetrain is completely upgraded 
Uh, windows are all blacked out. Um, that's about it. I'm sponsored by a few people. Right. And I have my team here that yes. I'm always with. So Yeah, we, we heard about that. So, yeah. and so, you know, Kayla was ready, you know, gave us all, all that information. So give us an idea on what, what the stage one is for our listeners or so stage one is just an intake and tune okay and then i have upgraded clutch uh drivetrain bushings and stuff like that for the drivetrain so i can launch it and stuff okay. with ease um pretty much have no issues with it nice how much horsepower are you putting out of right now uh 275 to the wheel okay that's not that's not too bad yeah you, you uh take it to vandermeer at all you get like quarter mile runs i on have it? not i have a cob access port and it tells me my quarter mile okay uh, my best quarter mile was a 14.8 i think nice that's not, that's too, not bad. too bad that's that is not bad yeah so what inspired you to do this rap um a lot of things um honestly i just I like the JDM culture. So okay, right. The cherry blossom was yep. a win, and the white with the rose gold, I think, looked pretty good. Yeah, it, so. it really is. It's 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 very catchy. Yes. Yeah, it really really does look good. Any interior upgrades or anything like that? Uh, I have a short shifter. Other than that, no, not really. Interior okay. is pretty much stock. Right. Um, that's about it. I have underglow, I guess. Okay. For exterior, nice. we'll see at yeah, night. Well, that's that's what. So what? What color? I gotta ask. Uh, I can change it to whatever color. Oh. but I run pink. Oh, you run pink. Yes. Okay. Cherry blossom. Yes. Yeah. See, definitely into the J Dam culture for sure. That's great. You just say she was lowered a little bit. Yes. You, you're, of course, you're running just, coil over, right? Yes, I am yeah. on coils. Um, she's lowered just a little bit. I'm tucking a little bit of tire here. Okay. Um, other than that, I like it. It's a little. It's not so functional, but. Right, Wayne. Did you notice the difference in ride? Yes. Okay, a was lot. it was it spine breaking or you It depends. Because you know, the roads in the springs are Yeah. <laughs> um I've already jumped it a few times right. on accident. Okay. I'm surprised my lip is still intact, <laughs> but it's still there, so I'm not complaining too that's, much. That's good. Well she looks really, really good. Anything Thank else you. you'd like to tell us about her? No. Um I guess I would just like to thank my team with it because everything that's done to it we've done ourselves. Well, so. you know, I heard good things about them, so you know, just say more about them. Yeah, we're we're a family. It's more than just a car crew. We're always together, so you always as, see as us we together. can tell. Yes, you can. There see they are. Say hi. As they're watching on. There you go. <laughs> Excellent. So, they're family. How often well you guys them. really get get together? Is it an everyday thing for you all to get together? Pretty much every day. Nice. Every other day, every weekend, we're always out at the meets. So you'll see us out. We're never alone. So Excellent. you always see at least two cars together. No, that's that's really really good. Yeah. It's it's good to have. It yes. really is. I mean, I'm not into. I don't have Subarus. I have BMWs, and it's the there same principle. We have yeah. a BMW group. We all do things together. We stick together. We help each other out. Yeah, that's really good to see. Well, thank you very much for your time. And your thank car you. It's absolutely beautiful. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. It. You're welcome. So perfect. This is Terry Cotter Cars and Coffee. We do have Steven at Hoonies and his wonderful WRX SCI. Yes, thank Excellent. you. Excellent. Why don't you give us an idea? Welcome to the show. Yes. Uh, yeah, so I have a 2017 STI. Uh, I'm stage two right now. I got a axle back exhaust. Okay. I got a design of a dragon on the side here. You know. <laughs> and? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Keep going. Yeah, right? Working on it. Working on it. <laughs> Love to go really fast. You know, Micah really is the one that got me into Subaru. But okay. I've always been like to going fast. Right. So I had a 2000 Celica before this guy. All right. So moved from that to here and 
Yeah, now we're pushing weight now. So, so what horsepower are you pulling out of the SDI right so now? So I'm 303 to the wheel right now. Okay. You ever you tracked her yet? Or you done a quarter mile on her yet? Uh, only through uh, the cob. Okay. So I haven't tracked her on like an actual track. Right. So what what do you estimate you can throw down on a quarter mile? Uh, about 13s. Okay, that's not that's yep. actually pretty good. Yep. So what inspired you on your your dragon design? Well, my godmother actually got me into dragons. And so like even on my arm I have okay. a dragon tattoo and nice. You know, I just kept it going. It's just fierce. So you know, loyal. Right. Something that's not easily broken, if you will. <laughs> right. No, definitely. So you're you're at a stage two right now. Yes. So and I noticed you did not do coilovers. So no, you haven't, I'm not. You haven't lowered her. Not yet. You don't feel like breaking your spine. I'm not, yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> because let me tell you, I've made that mistake. Right, yeah. <laughs> so any interior mods, upgrades, anything in there? Um, only interior wise, not too much. I have the LED underglow lights for the interior. Okay. Um e brake is a carbon fiber and right. then um, a drift button. It's pretty much about it for the okay. interior. Not bad. So the exhaust mod you did, yes. Is it more performance orientated or is it more getting a little bit of noise to piss people off? Performance. So okay. I did a um the restrictor delete okay. on it right and so it's straight piped all the way back from my downpipe and then with the axle back just gives you that subi rumble you know okay excellent so opens up really well yep, there you go so uh for the novices out there with the delete what exactly did that do for you i uh, allowed more airflow through which helps you get more power obviously right. more air coming in more air going out that's the best way you want to go about right. it excellent well good all right so anything else you want us to know uh, you know it's just a wonderful car. I enjoy it. It's a great time being out here with family and friends. And, you know, if you're into it, get into it. And if you're not into it, well, come join everybody. There you go. Excellent. Could have said it better. Wonderful. All right. Thank you. This is third from Colorado Cars and Coffee. We have Keevon here, who is Prado de Volkswagen GLI. So give us an idea. What made you choose the Volkswagen in the first place? Um, so before I had the same exact Jetta, just to do the like the base model, and then I ended up working at a Volkswagen dealership, and two weeks after that I ended up finding this car off Facebook Marketplace, and I got it for a really good price, so I ended up uh, getting it, needed timing done right away, and then right after timing was done I just started like buying uh, all, all these modifications for it. Like the first thing I ever did to it was get it tuned, just like a basic chip ECU, Right. and then I just had that for a couple months, and then so one of my friends ended up selling me some coilovers for dirt cheap. Nice. So I had coilovers for like two months. And then when I was working at the Volkswagen dealership, some guy came in one day and he's like, he's like, hey, like, are you interested in buying bags? And I was, I was like, let me think about that real quick. He's like, he's like, I'll sell you some like brand new bags for like six, seven hundred bucks. I said, really? So I ended up buying those. Then I had the bags in my room for like a month or two before I ended up getting management. Then the management sat in my room for like another month. And then come November, I ended up just coming up to the springs up here and working on getting the bags done and then during bag install I blew out the rear bag so then I had to keep a, I had a rear coil spring in for the longest time and then I ended up just getting the bag warrantied right and then ever since then it's just been like ever since I did the bags I got the wheels in May at the end of May and then I mean ever since then it's not really changed much I just changed the I just put a new front end on uh, literally yesterday before this car show and I'm just missing the fenders to put on other than that, I mean, I haven't done that much. Like, it's got R32 spindles and control arms for better handling and such. Right. But, I mean, it's bagged, so it's not like anything like coilovers will handle or anything. Yeah. So, like, I can't, like, expect the best ride quality out of it. And I drive super low, so it is, it's how, kind of my how fault. How low have you gone driving? And how many potholes have you destroyed? <laughs> um, a lot. My whole software is scratched and everything. Like, right. I ride at, like, 
40 psi right which is really low like it's a, it's a little higher than this but like nothing much more than that okay and like one time i was driving with my friend he's got this mark 7 right here right. i was i was riding with him and we we're going to my friend's apartment and like this road i ride i drive it every day and I've never had a problem. I was driving, going up to the stoplight, and I'm just dragging my frame on the ground. Oh. And he, he was behind me, he texted me, and he's like, dude, I just heard you just scrape the entire way. I was like, yeah, that was not okay. <laughs> and then it was, I don't know, it's a fun, it's fun. It's fun. It's interesting. Right. I definitely have a lot more plans for this, but I want to get something newer. Okay, well, okay, so something newer, what are you thinking? I really want to get like an S or an S4. Ooh, it's my, it? Yeah, I either bag it or I might put it on coils. It kind of... Right. Coils are the way to go for handling, in my opinion. Like, because okay. bags are just, they just add so much added weight, and like you don't you get rid of your whole trunk at that point. Right. So yeah, it's kind of not really worth it. Yeah, that's true. No, that's know. definitely. So what else, other than bagging everything else in in the tune? Any other modifications on here that you like to talk about? Uh, and just we can, a, we can keep walking. Just those spindles, uh, control right. arms. You don't really see much of them. Um, right. other than that, I mean, let me think. Let's see. No, it's pretty like. It's basically bone stock. I mean, it just looks nice. It's just appealing yeah, to the does. eye. That's that's about all it's done. Okay. Just because like, if I keep the car, then I want to like end up building the motor and everything, and just going completely like a show car in a sense. Okay. But right now, I mean, it, I mean, I'm like I just got out of high school like a year ago, so no, okay. I've just I've just done what I can, and right. I'm, I'm pretty proud with it. No, it's it's really really good. And give us an idea. Ace is high. I guess it is your club. Yeah, it's my buddy's club. Uh, I've been in it for like a year now. Okay. We've definitely just gone up a lot, but I mean, it's interesting. Cause it's there's like a mix of low cars and then there's a lot of like higher end like V8s and stuff just like fast cars but I'm just low and slow. Okay. That's my saying that nice. I like to use. That's excellent. Well, anything else you want to say about the car? Uh, no. I mean, no. I don't think I got anything else for it. I mean, that's all that's all, all done to it. Wonderful. Well, she is beautiful. Thank you. Really I appreciate is. that, man. Glad you're proud of it. It's wonderful. Thank you. It's I really, really do appreciate have. that. It's good. it's good to see that you're still getting into this. Yeah, it's been a lot of hard work, a lot I, of long yeah, ass hours. So. Yeah, well, it feels good, doesn't it? Yeah, it feels good. Now, I mean, it sits nice. It looks great. So, I mean, that's all I really can right. do with it. Beautiful. Thank wonderful. You. Well, thank you very much for your time. Thank you. Appreciate it. Wonderful. Hi, this is Terry again at Color of Cars and Coffee, and we have Emily and her wonderful Subaru WRX. So, Emily, just give us an idea. Why did you choose a Subaru? So, my mom originally had a Forester, and then my brother bought a Subaru WRX as well. So, right. I eventually transitioned into a 2015 WRX. Okay. And then I had a um, 19 STI. And then I have this 19 STI. Nice. So I just got in. I, I've always loved cars, muscle cars, any kind of car. Okay. So I just got into Subarus. I love the boxer engine. and. Yeah. Lovely. Well, that's yeah. good. So we can tell if we can get some video right here of what we have. So what prompted you to do the mods you have done and the performance mods? So the original engine, um, it had too much horsepower for it to handle okay. so I decided to build it up to uh, it can go up to 700 horsepower so we're trying to aim for six to seven hundred okay what are you pulling right now do you know um it's about 550 550 yeah okay so kind of quickly not so in-depth but what exactly have you done or have been done so I we have um, an IAG 700 Stage three long block in there, closed deck. Nice. We did a Garrett um, 25660 turbo, and then an ETS front mount, and we did new injectors. There's um, a tile wastegate, and we're planning to do a fuel surge pump soon. Okay. 
So, Wonderful. Yeah. Excellent. Any other, you know, exterior, interior modifications you've done or so um, far it's just... Some exterior, We I did some headlights, I did the fog light bezels, we have the canards here. Perfect. Um, there's some carbon fiber on the side there. Right. And then the TGA emblem on the side, I was sponsored by them. Excellent. So they, they built it for me. Wonderful. Good. Anything yeah. else you'd like us to know? Um... I have a cool steering wheel. Oh, well, what's, what's cool about it? It's carbon fiber. It's red carbon fiber, so it matches the car. Really? Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. So just to match the exterior? Yep, you... and the red is the whole theme. Okay. Yep. So red's the whole theme. Yeah. Wonderful. Now, yeah, yep. we can actually tell. Yeah. From what I can see. Yeah, so you have red inlays in the cars, you've got the red seat belts. Yeah. Red car. That's Shift excellent. knob and so everything. So red's your favorite color. Yep. Excellent. Yeah. That's wonderful. Yeah. Well, that's great. So what are your plans on the horsepower to get higher? You want to bring it out to 700 or? I'll probably take it up close to there enough as the engine can handle and then maybe go up a, another long block maybe to the 900. Okay. So push it a little bit more, maybe make it a race car eventually. Okay. So definitely uh, speed. 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 Power. Yep. I want it. So what kind of got you into that car scene apart from just the Subaru is like the power. Oh gosh, the power! Um, just, just watching World Rally Cross and everything, okay. and watching um, where they did the Isle of Man. Yes, yes, that's my that's my favorite. That's my really? go-to. Yes, yeah, so okay. that's kind of what got me into the power and so, the rally. Yeah, I've I grew up in England, so okay. I know I'm on TT. I know it all, so there I understand where the rally things come from. Yeah, because in my area it was unrestricted Group A, so mm. I get you. Yeah. Well, that's wonderful. Well, thank yeah. you very much for your time. Of course, thank appreciate you. it. You're welcome. Take yeah. care. You too. We good. Gong K Smooth. This is Daniel with the smoothest tunes. This is Terry B with the smoothest jazz in Colorado Springs. <laughs> Up first is Herbie Hancock with another awful Herbie Hancock jazz song. It's <laughs> out there that like progressive jazz. Because none of you want to hear any good jazz. No good jazz. Not at all. Mm -mm. Like Felonious Monk. Why should we play that? Because you in the springs hate it. <laughs> Good improv. Oh, yeah, we're recording. Oh, okay. Oh, perfect. <laughs> okay. So this is Terry from Color Cars and Coffee with Dan, who's one of our admins of Color Cars and That's Coffee. Me. So today we're going to talk about Dan's... Oh, well, somebody moved the NOS can, which we're going to talk about. Oh, man. Because nobody cares about his crappy Subaru. Nope, not so at Dan, all. So Dan, let us know why your Subaru mm -hmm. is notoriously slower than your girlfriend's Subaru. Well, that's a very good question, Terry. Um, well, if you were to, you know, look at hers, I'm pretty sure you interviewed her, you'll yes. see that uh, she has a built block where I have a lawnmower. Ah, lawnmower. Yes. yes. Deck size, please. <laughs> yes, exact size. It's it's actually probably one of the highest lined riding lawnmowers you can actually get in the springs. I'm that is sure. wonderful. That is beautiful. And and your cutting deck at length is what, 22 inches? Yeah, something like that. So yeah. that's slightly better than a Honda Civic. Barely. Ah, Barely. very, very good. See, but we do have more knock, but we have more power. <laughs> very good. Yeah. Did you want this to be serious? No good, because it won't be. Okay, so what other wonderful attachments on your Subaru riding lawnmower have you done? Oh, well, you know, 
the riding lawnmower kind of goes fast, not too fast. Okay. So I have the amazing downforce in the back oh, with well, my look, wing. Yes, we have the riding lawnmower ring. Oh, wonderful Look ring. at that thing. That is great. So that serves as a dinner table. Yes, you can actually eat bowls of soup on there. Nice. Spa. Right. Uh, and the occasional ice cream. Really? Yes. And what is your favorite to eat off your traveling dining table? Huh, you know, usually ice cream as I realized that it, how expensive it was. Oh, very, that's a very good point. Yeah. Because when you are running an expensive ride on lawnmower, yeah. you got to look at a budget. Absolutely. Wonderful. Any other interior modifications like drink holders for your lawnmower, sunglasses? No, you know. Sunscreen? Maybe sunscreen, but no, unfortunately sunscreen. not at the moment. Okay. No. Yeah. And who is uh, employing you currently on your wonderful world of landscaping? <laughs> Colorado's best. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah. Do you guys do apartment complexes? Yes, we definitely do. Because my townhome oh. complex, they suck on landscaping. Oh, do they? Well, yes. Because there's one STI there. Yeah. The Texas plays loud as shit and doesn't mow the lawn to save his life every morning mm. when he leaves. So can you supplement him and come in and take care of my landscaping? Maybe. Is he cambered or is he mm, stacked? He like, is stacked. Yes. Yes. I can definitely do it. Yes. I got you. Very, very good. Yeah. Well, definitely. that's good. Wonderful. What other thing do you want the peasants to know about your heap of shit? Uh, nothing. I mean, I don't have rod knock yet, so you know, I'm, oh, I'm kind of doing good right now. That's amazing for a Subaru. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, and another interesting fact I learned: you don't vape. No, I do not vape. I'm probably the only person in Colorado. How is that possible? I don't know. I um, mean, I challenge actually anyone tradition. to tell me that they don't vape with at least a 2012 and above. I am amazed. WRX. And there's. Well, you are, you're not turboed, are you? Yeah, I am. Well, where's the blow-off valve? It's typical. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. You don't need a blow-off valve for everything. I know. Everyone really? seems to think you need a blow-off valve, but you I don't need one. I just did not know that. I am being educated mm -hmm. on riding lawnmowers and blow-off valve. I mean, that is amazing. Imagine getting gapped by a riding lawnmower for blow-off valve. That is true. I'm, I'm just trying to save the population. I'm being gapped by a Toyota Camry, so there you go. <laughs> what the hell do I know? Yeah, right? Well, that's wonderful. Anything else you want us to know about, well, this prime example of a Toro-built lawnmower? <laughs> You know, I got to thank the foreign manufacturers for making such a superb and high quality lawnmower. You know, I really don't know how I'd have a livelihood without it. Thank God. Yes. Thank God. Yes. Do you do dog shit removal too? I could. Excellent. Absolutely. Well, we'll be talking later. <laughs> and that's it, kids. <laughs> and thank you, Dan. Hey, no problem. <laughs>
and uh, made it hex. And then they, they even got wild and they put some gold carbon in there with the hex and then even started overlaying it with gold leaf. All right. So there is precious metals now in the car along with the titanium. It's pretty cool. All right. Yeah. Um, so what are your future plans for this car? You know, I, I don't know, man. I've went so far over the top with this thing. Um, I don't, me and Steven have already got some wild plans to change out some more carbon fiber, do some hex, some more detail work. The car, I love this thing, and it seems like I paint it every year. i got to stop that nonsense. Right. Um, but I keep finding things I want to tweak, right? I want to change out a little bit more carbon on it. Uh, I don't know. I like the 17s and meaty wheel look, but the younger crowd goes up and says, ooh, mm -hmm. and it sucks, right? I yeah. don't know. I like the re-competitive, so I kind of want to change the 19s, but I think I'm going to hold out and hold my ground and stay 17s. Right. Uh, but honestly, I just need to stop messing with the car and build myself another. Right, yeah. <laughs> um, obviously, um, I know you from drifting, but there's no plans to drift this car. It's oh, more no. If you, if you remember me from drifting, I'm still yeah. terrible. I, I drifted this car. So I've had it since 2007, had it through college, best fun I ever had when it had a stock T uh, T25 and a stock motor in it awesome got a cause one and a halfway things went downhill after that wrecked it a few times once i moved out here i did drag racing really sucked at that uh, but had fun but wrecked it some more then i met the boys at 240s they're like why don't you drift okay <laughs> wrecked it some more after wrecking the s15 about three or four times it got kind of expensive i had to stop wrecking the front end right um, but the last time i wrecked it at imi i i kind of collapsed i broke a coil over off and messed up the strut tower on the passenger side I love this car. I met my wife in it. Um, I've had it for so long, I couldn't send it to the scrapyard. All right. So I rebuilt it, and not trying to sound arrogant, I wanted to build it to a piece of art. Right. So I went over the top, gorgeous, crazy black paint job, commitment to there. Thank God for Man Cave and the boys at American Steel for painting it, Man Cave for ceramic coating it. And then, of course, all the gold and titanium, and the carbon, the Kevlar, everything that's tatted over the top. Right. It's just an over-glorified 240. Yeah. <laughs> and it will not see the track again. <laughs> right. Yeah, and you have a double, was it two brake calipers on the rear? Yeah. So, again, it has the Power by Max suspension set up with the rear knuckles. It comes with a set of uh, caliper setups there. So, I, w I am rolling Dole's Z32s. Right. I could drift and set it to an e-brake. I have no e-brake in this car. So, I just teed it off to make a second set of brakes. Did I right. need that? No, it's obnoxious. Right. <laughs> Yeah. Um, do you have anything else to say about the car? Any sponsors? Or no. Like I said, I love my guys uh, at American Steel. They did the paint work. They did the, the body work. They did the the, uh, the the upholstery work. They're always there for me. Man Cave always comes in clutch with the the, the cleanup and the, and the ceramic coat. Uh, titanium works. Uh, R rods for letting me in. Dimmick Motorsports for wiring the car. The, Logan's always helped me out, and he's came back to it and, and helped me there as well. Steven, I mean, I got names for days. Steven Nelson, yeah. uh, the boys at Drift Specialties for the roll cage, 1609, and glass house paints. I mean, there's been so many people that's helped me with this car. Cars, performance, and tuning. Thank God for Lucas and his art and tuning. Uh, even with how bad I drive, he still keeps the car running great. Right. So I, I could go for days. Yeah. Thanks to all those people. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you uh, joining us and chatting about your car. Yeah, thank you. Thanks. See you.